Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good evening to all the brethren, the saints, the bride of Christ, the body of Christ, the church of Jesus Christ. This is Mutoshi Chueni. Thank you for coming on this Friday's evenings. Thank you for joining this podcast. And we are blessed. Thank you so much for always taking your time to come and watch and learn listen to the word of God. I truly believe that we are building you up in the Lord and you are being rooted in Christ. So we thank God for tonight and I truly believe that God will have his way in our lives even tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Before we even begin, let me just pray as we position ourselves, our spirits and our mind to hear from above. Take this podcast like God is speaking to you through me. It's not me speaking to you, but God is speaking to you through me. Heavenly Father, we thank you this wonderful evening. We are humbled, we are blessed because of the blood of Jesus that has brought us forgiveness of our sins and reconciled us back to you. Mighty God, we thank you tonight. We pray that as I stand to minister your word on this platform to different people from different walks of life, The anointing of the Holy Spirit is touching their lives and ministering to them, delivering them, transforming their lives, my Father, for good. We thank you, Father, for this wonderful evening. And we declare that, my Father, your word will come out with accuracy in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God and our Lord and Savior, the soon coming King. We bless you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The two previous episodes I was speaking about the Holy Spirit. I spoke last time about the role of the Holy Spirit in a believer. And the last time I spoke about the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And tonight I'm sharing about the Father's promise. The Father's promise. The Father's promise. Praise the Lord. Oh, God is faithful. I'm looking into the book of Luke chapter number 24. Luke 24. This is a chapter where Jesus had risen from the dead. And he appears to his disciples and he speaks to them. And verse number 49 he says, And I will send the fulfillment of the Father's promise. And the Father's promise we know that is the Holy Spirit. Father's promise or the promise of the Father. So Jesus tells the disciples that I will send the fulfillment of the Father's promise to you. So stay here in the city until the mighty power of heaven falls upon you and wraps around you. Thank you, Jesus. The Father's promise. And the Father's promise is the Holy Spirit. I can even show you a different translation or a different scripture before we are building on this. So that you understand the Father's promise, the Holy Spirit. I believe tonight it will bless you. Let's look at something in the book of Galatians chapter number chapter number 3. Praise the Lord. Thank you Jesus. 
Galatians chapter number 3. Thank you, Father. Look at this. Look at this. Galatians 3 from verse number 13 and 14. It says that Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse of the law and its condemnation by himself becoming a curse for us. For it is written in the scriptures, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. To the end that through their receiving Christ Jesus, the blessing, the, the blessing promised to Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, so that we through faith might all receive of the promise of the Holy Spirit. So you see the promise here is the Holy Spirit. So the promise of the Father is the Spirit. Are you following what I'm saying tonight? Now, now, let's go to John chapter number 14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at this now. Look at John chapter number 14. Verse number 16. From verse number 16. John 14. From verse number 16. Hmm. You shall know tonight about the Holy Spirit. Something that you never thought might will be. Tonight your eyes of understanding shall be open. And you will understand you will understand the importance of the ministry of the Holy Spirit in a believer. Get this now. In John 14, from verse number 16, these are the words spoken by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He says, and I will ask the Father. You see, my friend, when you read the Bible, you must be sober. Sometimes we read the Bible on a hurry, and we are missing key and critical things in the text that we are reading. Look at this now. Verse 16 of John 14, Jesus says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. In the TPT says, another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth. Who will be to you a friend just like me? And he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. But you will know him intimately because he will make his home in you and will live inside you. Now, now, let's be sober now. Let's be sober now. Let's go back to verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. Okay, let's wait. When Jesus says another, which means this, this is the first one. <laughs> See, the Father will give you another. And he even tells us who is this another helper. He says the another helper, who is the Holy Spirit. 
Then who's the first helper? Was Jesus. So Jesus is about to be crucified and buried and he rise and go back to heaven. And he says, before I do that, I will ask the Father to send you someone like me. Kasula Mahadia. In other words, the Holy Spirit is Jesus in the life of a believer. Now Jesus is not in them, is with them. Mm. But there will be another helper the same way. That's why I said, I will ask the Father to send you another. Why another? Because I'm going back to the Father. But there will be another helper just like me. But this one will not be with you. This one will be in you. The Father's promise. Hmm. Oh. So the Holy Spirit it is Jesus, the Christ, not with a believer, but inside a believer. With a TPT, TPT translation, it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit is another Savior. Hmm. Now, get this now. The word, the word, Ish. The word means that verse 16, you know, the, the Greek, now I'm bringing Greek today. The Greek word alos, because the Holy Spirit is called alos parakletos. The word alos, it means another of the same kind. Oh, satabaya. So, as Jesus is the savior from the guild of sin. The Holy Spirit is the savior who saves us from the power of sin by living through us in fullness. So the Holy Spirit is another of the same kind. Of which kind? Like Jesus. Let me help you again. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, now the word, para, you know, parakletos, you know, you know, is a technical way that could be translated defense attorney. Defense attorney. Which means he defends us. It's, it's like an attorney to us. It's a defense attorney. Understand the work of the Holy Spirit in the believer. The promise of the Father. Now, 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 let's get this now. If the Holy Spirit is another of the same kind, let's look at Jesus while he was here on earth. <laughs> they are in a boat and a storm comes. Water comes into this boat. And the disciples, they say, Master, don't do care that we perish. Jesus is sleeping on a pillow, wakes up and says, you of little faith. Then Jesus rebukes the storm and says, peace, be still. And the storm come down. Jesus was protecting them from the storm. Now Jesus went to heaven, but we've got another kind. 
This one lives in us, which means I can be in a car, I can be in a boat, and a storm can begin to rise. Now, by the Spirit in me, another kind, Karabasa, I can release a word to a storm and say, Peace be still, because it is the same as Christ was here on earth. Jesus opened the eyes of the blind, casted out demons. Now he went to heaven. But another of the same kind has been given to us. That is why we will cast demons in his name. We will heal the blind and the sick and the crippled. Why? Another. So the Holy Spirit is Jesus in, in a believer. <laughs> Come on, let me help you. The Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ in a believer. Not with a believer, but in a believer. The same supernatural acts that Jesus performed while he was here on earth. When the Holy Spirit lives in a believer, that believer can perform the same supernatural miraculous acts. The multiplication of the bread resurrection of Lazarus the same spirit he gave unto us so I want you this evening to understand the importance in other words when you have the Holy Spirit you have got Christ in you when you don't have the Holy Spirit you don't have Christ in you That is why many people are thinking that the Holy Spirit, they are taking the Holy Spirit like he's like a wind. Whereby, you know, yes, prophetically can be likened to a wind. But in reality, it's not a wind. It is a person. And is a person of Christ. That is why Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans. <laughs> I will not leave you as orphans. For the spirit of truth will come upon you. So now, in other words, the same way Jesus was on earth is the same way the Holy Spirit living in a believer. Because Jesus called him another. When it is another, meaning someone like me, so look at the things that Jesus did for the disciples. Number one, Jesus was a teacher. And Jesus said when the spirit of truth comes, he will teach you. Now the difference here is that Jesus was teaching them while he was with them. And he was teaching them. And now with the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit teaches us from within us. Jesus was teaching them, he was sitting with them. But now the Holy Spirit teaches us from within. Jesus 
prayed for his disciples and he even taught them how to pray. Romans 8 says that we don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit prays for us harmoniously. So the Holy Spirit prays for us the same way Jesus, when he was on earth, he was praying for the disciples. Jesus released the power on his disciples to go and lay hands on the sick. When we received the Holy Spirit, we received power to go and lay hands on the sick and do the supernatural acts. So the same way Jesus will speak with the disciples on earth and guide them and give them counsel and give them wisdom is the same way now the Holy Spirit teaches us, gives us counsel, gives us wisdom. So the Holy Spirit is Christ living in a believer, not with a believer. The difference now is that he's not with us, he's in us. Mm. Let me show something. Let me show something here. Kaba soto broto shalabahade. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit. Jesus says, another, another helper, another savior. He will come to help you. Are you not surprised when you look into the book of Acts chapter number 8? Let's go there. Acts chapter number 8. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says in Acts chapter number 8 from verse 14, it says, When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the Samaritans had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to pray over them so that they would receive the Holy Spirit. For they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus and were yet to have the Holy Spirit fall upon them. As soon as Peter and John arrived, they laid hands on them, Samaritan believers, one after another. And the Holy Spirit fell and filled each of them. Hmm. When they received the word, the apostles were sent to lay hands on them to receive the Holy Spirit. So I want to understand that. Do you know that Jesus saved us, saves us 
will save us. Now I spoke past tense, present and future from our sins. But now Jesus went to heaven now. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he has given us the Holy Spirit. Do you know the Holy Spirit helps us to overcome sin? That is why a believer who hasn't received the Holy Spirit. Number two, a believer who doesn't yield to the Holy Spirit. I, I, I thought about yielding. If a believer doesn't yield to the Spirit, they will live a sinful life. And a sinful life will deprive you of tasting the goodness of the Lord while you are still here on earth. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon, that power empowers you to have dominion over sin. You are above sin when the Holy Spirit lives in you. It begins to bring forth and activate the divine pleasures of God, not of the flesh. So, any Christians who undermines the ministry of the Holy Spirit, you are likely to be overpowered by sin. No man can conquer sin except by the power of the Spirit. The promise of the Father. When he lives in you, he brings forth in you the divine nature. He brings forth in you the God kind of life. He brings inside of you the Christ kind of life. You live like Christ. That is why John in 1 John chapter number 4, he says, just as he is, so are we in this world. Why? It's by the reason of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So now, let me bring it to you this way. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says he is another, which means, another means the same one, the same kind. So the Holy Spirit in me is like Jesus on earth. I can never be thirsty. When I'm thirsty, just like if Jesus was here, I would say, Lord, I am thirsty and he will give me a drink. When I feel like I am hungry, if Jesus will be here, I will say, Master, I am hungry. So the same way I can ask him by the Spirit because the Holy Spirit plays the role that Jesus will be playing in my life while still on earth. Now the Holy Spirit is Christ playing that role in and through me. In other words, the difference is that in this time, Christ is no longer doing it for me. He's doing it through me. 
you hear what I'm saying now? While Jesus was still here on earth, he was doing things for the disciples. But when they received the Holy Spirit, Jesus was doing the same thing and even greater things in them. You see, there are so many believers now who want Jesus to do things for them and it cannot be possible. He's not going to do anything for you, but he's going to do it through you. Because now he lives in you. Hmm. So everything that Jesus did for the disciples, Jesus is doing those things and even greater, but not for us now anymore. But now he's doing us through us. You are watching me, you've been praying. You are thinking that Jesus will do something for you. He's not going to do anything for you. He's going to do it through you and in you. By the power of the Spirit. Hmm. Are you not surprised? The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the advocate. Yes. It says he is the advocate. Let, 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 let's, let's get something there. Let's, let's get something there. Thank you, Father. I love you, Jesus. I'll show something. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. He says in John 16, verse number 7, However, I am telling you nothing but the truth when I say, It is for your advantage for you that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the interest, the, the strengthener, the standby will not come to you into close fellowship with you. Who? The advocate. Who is the advocate? The Holy Spirit. Are you there? Now let's get something now. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to First John. Ah, uh, Look at First John chapter number two, from verse number one says, "My little children, I write you this thing so that you may not violate God's law and sin. But if anyone should sin, we have an advocate." Hmm? One who will intercede for us with the Father. It is Jesus Christ, the righteous one, who conforms to the Father's will in every purpose, thought, and action. Now here the, the advocate is Jesus. But Jesus, he said, Oh, ah, Are you hearing this? Now, watch this now. In other words, Jesus says to the Holy Spirit, He is the advocate. And the Holy Spirit says to Jesus, He is the advocate. Come on. They are confirming each other. Can you hear this? So the Holy Spirit says, Jesus is the advocate. And Jesus says the Holy Spirit is the advocate. 
which means they are the same. Child of God, if you knew personally the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is Christ in a believer, and Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ with a believer let me bring it this way Jesus Christ is God with a believer the Holy Spirit is God in a believer because Jesus was called Emmanuel. God is with us. So he was with us. He was with the disciples. But in the New Testament, he was no longer with the disciples. He is within the disciples. That is why now, we will never see Jesus walking here, except you through, you see it, you see me. Come on. You will never see Jesus walking here, except you see me. Because now Jesus Christ by the Spirit, it lives inside of me. Oh, you know what? I wish Jesus can speak to me. What, what do you say? What do you say? I wish Jesus can speak to me. No, Jesus spoke to you through your pastor last Sunday. Jesus spoke to you through your pastor last Sunday. Can I I tell something? Do you know that Jesus touched you? He laid hands on you last Sunday through your pastor, Jesus. Oh, God. There is no Christian who has never had the physical touch of Jesus. Because you must understand that the fivefold ministry gifts are not like spiritual gifts. The fivefold ministry gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, they are the embodiment of Christ. Christ the apostle, Christ the prophet, Christ the evangelist, Christ the pastor or the shepherd, Christ the teacher. This coming Sunday when you sit down and you listen to your spiritual father or your pastor teaching, that is Jesus Christ speaking. Because now he lives in every believer and speaks. If you knew the Holy Spirit personally, your life will be far different from where you are now. The Bible says Jesus was his culture to wake up early in the morning and go for prayer. And when the disciples wake up and they don't find him, they go look for him, which means that speaks of fellowship. They always wanted to be in his presence. But now he lives in us. What? Yes, the Holy Spirit is Christ living in a believer. The same Christ who was here on earth, 
who will change water to wine is not God. It's not God. It lives inside me. It lives inside you. You are just the body that is carrying that divine presence, which means you can turn the water into wine. You can raise the dead. You can perform miracles. Why? Because the one who used to do that now lives in you. Oh, Apostle, so why am I struggling to walk in the supernatural? You limited yourself by the knowledge you have acquired. What? Yes. You can only do what you know. You can never do something that you don't know. Even if the power of the Holy Spirit lives in you, or the Holy Spirit, or Christ lives in you in the person of the Holy Spirit, you will never do what he did because of you have blocked your mind by the knowledge that you have acquired. Can I shock you? By the Holy Spirit living in you, you are Christ on earth. Why? The Bible said we are one with the Lord in spirit. The reason why Jesus will not come here on earth now and walk around here is because he is already there. Oh my God! The reason you will never see Jesus walking around here, how can he walk around if already he is there? How? In you. Through you. Rise up, child of God. Break the chains of religion. That teaches you know Christ is in heaven. Jesus is in heaven, but Christ lives inside of you. That is why we read, he said, it is for your advantage that I have to go. Which means Jesus going back to heaven was very much advantageous for us. That we might be able to have a close fellowship with the advocate. With the spirit of the living God. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh my God. So, so if Jesus was here, I wasn't going to be frustrated. I wasn't going to be living in confusion if Jesus was here. But he's there now by the person of the Spirit. So I don't have to be frustrated. I don't have to be confused. Because the Lord is with me. Let, let me show something. Let me show something very quickly. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Larabo Shantakara. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Look at this now. Remember, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. So the Lord is Jesus. But look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 3. 
2 Corinthians chapter number 3. Thank you, Father. Verse 16 says, But the moment one turns to the Lord, who is the Lord? Jesus Christ. With an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. Now, the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. The Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. Then he says, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That is Christ. So now, that Christ who walked on earth, now he lives in me. He lives in me. lives in you. Are you thirsty? He can give you water. That gives life. Are you hungry? He can give you the bread. What is the bread? The revelation of the word. Are you in darkness? He can bring light. Are you weak? He can strengthen you. Start to relate with the Holy Spirit that He is Christ in the life of a believer. In other words, if you can get this revelation accurately, the Holy Spirit in you can do exactly the stuff that if Jesus was here, he was going to do them for us. The difference is now, it is not like before the cross. Before the cross, Jesus was doing things for the disciples. But now he's no longer doing anything for us. He is doing it through us. Do you need a miracle? A miracle will not be done for you, but will be done through you. The promise of the Father. So by the Spirit in you, you are connected to Christ. You are connected to the Father. So anything that Jesus will do for me, if he comes here now, the Spirit will do it through me. And I can tell you, child of God, there are things that you need the Lord to do them through you, not for you. In the Old Testament, He is doing things for you. But in the New Testament, He does things through you. I think one of the reasons why believers are struggling to receive from God in the New Testament, they want to bring the operation of the Old Testament in the New Testament. In a sense of how God relates with us. Because in the Old Testament, He will do things for them. But in the New Testament, God is not doing things for us but he's doing things through us and in us. So child of God, I want to encourage you this evening. 
Because I want to see you living the supernatural life. You're watching me, you're believing God for marriage. And it seems like things are hard. You are about to clock 40 years now. It's because maybe sometimes you have been thinking God will do it for you. Not knowing that he does it through you. And right now as you're looking right into my eyes. As a representative of Christ. I say. Go and get married. You will be found my sister. You will remember this day. Write it down. I declare over your life. You will be found. Listen to me. If you are watching, I'm even provoked to release a prophetic word to a daughter of Zion. You are saying, I've been waiting for marriage. I've been waiting. Listen to me. Listen to me. Before this year ends, someone would have come to propose to you by the reason of the anointing flowing in this teaching now. God is not going to do it for you. He's going to do it through you. And as you are connected right now, I am standing in my apostolic office right now as a representative of Christ. I say that this year will not end until they have proposed to you. If you are connected to me as a servant of God and you believe in the calling of God upon my life, I want you to conceive this prophetic word now. I say to you, watching now, you will not finish this year until someone has come to propose you. To marry you. This word will never fall on the ground because I'm speaking under the unction of the anointing of the Spirit. I am demonstrating what I'm teaching that God in the New Testament is not going to do it for us. He's doing it through us. Right now, I have declared as a servant of Jesus and it is done. There is no any other way. If you are connected to this ministry, you believe in the calling of God upon my life. I tell you, it is done. And it will not be any other way. This is not pride, but faith and confidence. So many believers, you live like Jesus is not yet born. The struggles in your lives is like we are still expecting the Messiah to be born. But he was born, he lived on earth, crucified, buried, resurrected, ascended to heaven. Now we're waiting for him. When the day the trumpet will sound and we shall be caught up with the Lord and meet other believers who have died before us. It's done! But why do we live like Jesus is not yet born? It's lack of revelation. Because of not having a close fellowship with Christ by the Spirit. From tonight, may you live the Christ life because already he paid, redeemed and purchased you. I liberate you by the anointing and the power of the Spirit. Be liberated. Christ is all we need. And if he lives in me and you by the Spirit, you have all that you need. Everything that you see with your eyes, created, and even other things which are created and invisible, they are all answerable to him. And he lives in us by the Spirit.
Christ lives in you. That is why, if you can conceive this and brood over it, even if you are HIV positive, it can leave you without the laying on of hands of any man. Because your members have acknowledged the presence of the King of Glory living in you. And your blood has submitted itself to the blood of Jesus. And there is no way Christ can live inside HIV. When he comes, it will go. And the fresh blood of Christ will flow into your blood. I tell you, child of God, I'm giving you the mysteries. This is another level where no man laid hands on you. But as you keep on pumping the revelation of Christ, Christ lives in me, the hope of glory. Greater is the one who lives in me than the one who's in the world. Imagine, not just quoting, but your spirit and everything, your whole being, is convicted and convinced and acknowledging that indeed he is. There's no way cancer can survive. In other words, cancer will die and Christ will live in you. I don't care where you're watching me from. Maybe you're even blind, but you can hear me. You can begin to meditate about the revelation of Christ living in you. And if he can fully live in you, he's not blind. And you are bound to get your eyes opened by the reason of revelation of acknowledging Christ by the Spirit living in you. I want to I wind up. I want to wind up. <laughs> Listen to this. The Bible says, and the boy Jesus grew in stature and he grew up and he found favor with men and with God. Remember the same Christ now is not with you. He lives in you. The Bible says you had favor with God and favor with men. When you have got favor with men, men will always give you things. What do I mean when I say things? I'm talking opportunities. I'm talking money, companies, businesses. Jesus, people came and gave to him. Starting from his birth, the wise men from the east came with spices and the myrrh. Expensive stuff. And they came to worship Jesus while he was still a baby. A prostitute came with an expensive perfume, the alabaster, and anointed Jesus. When you've got favor with men, people will just come to you and give you gifts, give you presents, give you money. They will give you houses. They will give you cars. Now, the same Jesus Christ lives in you in the person of the Holy Spirit. Which means, because of him having favor with God and man, 
automatically you, when you believe that He lives in you, you have favor with God and with man. As you open up to this revelation, may you start receiving phone calls, just like me. What is happening currently in my life now? Phone calls where people just call you and give you stuff. People just call and give you money. Even if you never ask for it, they want to give it to you. That is favor with man. Why? When the spirit is acknowledged in your life. We are kingdom people and the promise of the Father is upon us. And that is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is Christ living in a believer. I don't have to say, oh Lord Jesus come. No, he's in me already. By the power of the Spirit. His power is in us. His life will live it. Paul says, it's no longer I who lives in me, but Christ lives in me. That is why a poisonous snake will bite him, but Paul will never even be swollen or die because Christ lives in him. The Holy Spirit is another of the same kind, meaning exactly like Jesus. The difference is Jesus was with them, but now the Holy Spirit is in, not with. He lives in me. He lives in me. He lives in me. He lives in me. Do you know when Jesus was with them, he was limited because he could not be in the same, you know, in different places at the same time. But now, now I say, Lord Jesus. Somebody in China says, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Why? Now when he's in us, he's in different places in us at the same time. Can I show you? But yet we are one. Ay. That's why Jesus says you must be one. When we are one, he's in us different places at the same time because we are one. Okay. It's just deep for someone. But start acknowledging the Holy Spirit that is Christ in a believer. So look into the Bible, the things that Christ did for the disciples. He will just still do it for you. But now, not directly, he's going to do it through you. Think of anything you have you've seen Christ doing for them, he will do it through you now. And even greater things he will do for you. So understand that the Holy Spirit is another of the same kind. Is Christ living in a believer. If you don't yield to him, you are not yielding to Christ. If you submit yourself to the Spirit, you will live a victorious life on earth. When you pass, trees will clap hands for you. Yes, trees will clap hands for you. The ground will yield fruits for you because it will honor you. I want to wind up tonight. 
Start relating with the Holy Spirit in a way I've taught you tonight. Is Christ living in a believer? The things that Jesus will be doing now on earth if he was here is exactly what the Holy Spirit is doing and will do through me and you. The Lord says, I must command you to come out of limitation. I hear it right now in my spirit. He says, command that these people, they must come out of their limitation. I command you to come out of your limitation. For the spirit of Christ lives in you. He is with you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. I challenge you. I challenge you from tonight. You will do the things you never thought you would do. You will achieve the things you never thought you would achieve. I am not speaking a miracle. I'm speaking the reality and the manifestation of Christ in a believer by the Spirit. Child of God, arise. This is the time. For Christ now lives in you. And Christ is the fullness of God. I break open that cage in your mind to look down upon yourself because you come from the village, you come from a disadvantaged family, you come from a family, you know, that you think nothing great will come out of it. Is there nothing good that can come out of Nazareth? They ask a question. And the man said, come and see. And when he went, he found Christ of Nazareth. My friend, does not matter. But when the Spirit comes upon you, it broke open beyond your family background and where you come from. Because the Spirit in you is not from London, is not from Africa, is from above. From the third paradise from the innermost being of the Father. Hence Paul says, when the same Spirit comes in us, it cries, Abba Father, which means my real Father, my intimate Father. I declare, as you are watching, poverty is broken if you believe what I'm teaching. Mediocrity is broken right now because the holy spirit is christ living in a believer he's no longer with me he's in me he's no longer doing things for me you do things for babies but adults do things if you're still a baby things will be done for you but now i'm saying let us grow into the things of the lord that god will do things through us the supernatural, you can do it. The supernatural, you can do it. It's time for the church to arise and be Christ on earth for the manifested glory has been given. This is the time that the world should never have questions because we are the answers. We are proceeding from Christ. We are the fruits of Christ by the Spirit. Right now, I want to cancel you in the Spirit, child of God. 
You are not sick, you are healed. You are not oppressed, you are delivered. You are not cursed, you are blessed with the blessings of Abraham. You are not the tail, but you are the head. You are a great man, you are a great woman. You are a royal priesthood. You are a chosen generation. You are forgiven. You are justified. You are made righteous. You are the apple of God's eye. He loves you. And he gave you the Holy Spirit. That by the Spirit, Christ is living in your hearts through the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is Christ living in a believer. As I'm talking now, he's here in me. He's <laughs> there in you. Christ. He says, greater is the one who lives in you. So there's one who lives in you. Who's that? Christ by the Spirit. He says, greater is the one who lives in you than the one who is in the world. Can I shock you? Do you know this world is afraid of you? This world fears you so much because when the world looks at you, it sees that the one whom is our God, the God of this world, the devil, here on earth, is not greater than the one who is in the believer. So the world, let, let me shock you. Let me, let, let me show something. Let me show something. You'll be shocked right now. And I'm closing with that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Look at this now. First John chapter 4 verse 4 message translation says, My dear children, you come from God and belong to God. You have already won a big victory over these false teachers for the spirit in you is far stronger than anything in the world. Hmm. Let me show something again. Are you ready? Listen to this now. First John chapter number 5 again verse 4 says, Every begotten person Every God-begotten person conquers the world's ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. You see, there is a conquering power that brings the world on its knees. Which means the world bows down to us. Why? There is a power. There is the great one who lives in the inside of you by the Spirit. After this teaching, I will keep on hearing praise reports. If you really have got this grace of listening and understanding, because many can hear what I'm saying, but are not given understanding. May God permit you to hear and understand what I'm saying tonight. Because this is what will bring revolution into your life. It changes everything about you. I don't care, my friend. This can make you a great man. This can make you a millionaire, a billionaire. Even if now you've got nothing, by believing in the revelation word of God revealed by the Spirit. Thank you for watching tonight. I truly believe you are blessed. 
Go and conceive and brood over this until this teaching becomes part of your life. You, you speak it, you think it, you walk it, you meditate it. Then you're going to see the promise of the Father in action in your life. Shall we pray together tonight? Father, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. By whom we are saved, forgiven, justified. Thank you for the spirit of adoption that cries in us, Abba Father. Lord, we give you glory, we give you the honor, my God. Thank you for speaking to us tonight. Thank you for aligning us and bringing the reality of the promise of the Father in us. Indeed, we are born of you, O God. We are coming from your bosom. My Father, I pray tonight in the name of Jesus that as we begin to labor in the doctrine, Christ is completely formed in the lives of those who are watching this podcast, O God. I pray, my Father, in the name of Jesus, that they are recharged, they are energized, they are revitalized tonight, O God, in their spirits to rise above all the limitations of men and traditions. I thank you, my Father, and I honor you tonight for everyone who has connected and watched this teaching, mighty God. And I know for sure, already they are walking in the blessing of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. For no man shall live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I thank you for tonight, for speaking to them through me, O God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for watching, and go and meditate about these teachings. Go find the first one where I spoke about yielding to the Spirit and the work, you know, of a believer in, in, you know, uh, the work of the spirit in a believer and the role of the spirit in a believer. Get these teachings and just close yourself in your house for a weekend. You know, listen to them. Just meditate. I tell you, you're going to come out being turned into a different man. I love you so much and thank you for coming and supporting this podcast. May the Lord bless you. May God keep you. Remain in the peace of Christ. Amen.